Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode four of the 20-something podcast. My name is Ashley Antolin, and today I have student and aspiring entertainment host, Nyleen Garcia, with me. Hi, thanks for having me. Nyleen is one of my favorite people because she's had a million internships, and I think I don't know anyone else who's had more internship experience than you. And it's so cool and so crazy that you're so productive and, and involved as an undergrad. I feel like I haven't really had as much internship experience, but it seems like I have because I like to post all my work. And even if it's not with an internship, like no one has to know, honestly. <laughs> That's really great, though. I mean, I I feel like I say that because we talk often about your internships. Plus, I see your posts. Yeah. And in retrospect, when I was at school, I only had one internship because nobody told me that was a thing until I realized I had to have one in order to graduate. Oh my gosh, are you serious? Yeah, I only had one and not to throw shade at where I interned, but it was not that great. So. I remember the day you came into the Pollock Library and talked about it though. Oh my god, it was I didn't learn anything there, so whatever. Um the first thing I kind of want to talk to you about is staying productive as an undergrad with all your I mean the internships that you have had and being productive as an undergrad. So tell me a little bit about the internships that you have had. Okay, so I first interned at Muse TV. It was basically like more of a remote internship. I was a sophomore at the time, so it was kind of just like taking what I could get at the time. So, you know, remote, I worked on articles. I did about one package, which in News World, the package is basically like a news story, a broadcast story you would see on the news. I did one of those, and then I kind of used my experience from having a podcast at the beginning of the year. It was called Fullerton's Finest. I would interview like Fullerton students like doing cool things so I use that as kind of an experience but my most recent internship and the one currently have is Hollywire which is like an entertainment news company media company for like teeny boppers on YouTube the younger demographic Ooh, that's fun yeah so like an e-news on YouTube for younger people basically and that's been really fun I've gotten so much out of it especially during a pandemic which is like kind of insane I never thought that I I've always wanted to be like a TV host for entertainment and I feel like I technically have because Hollywire does have a channel on Samsung TV and Sling TV. So like if you go on there, technically I'm a TV host. That is so cool. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I don't have a Samsung TV or Sling, but <laughs> like technically someone's watching it. Hey, it's out there. That's that's so cool. I mean, what has been like like the experience like at Hollywire when you're like, what does a day in the life look like if you go into the office? Okay, so it's in Beverly Hills. It's very much like, you know, L.A. Mm-hmm. It's super cool. So I'll go in. I'll work on the social media posts or, like, the Instagram stories that you see. It's, like, swipe up. Um, basically, before I started interning there, they had, like, a different way of doing the Instagram stories. And they kind of mm-hmm. changed it and used, like, different apps. So like they Yes, look, innovative they look, queen. Yeah, they look better now, I would say. <laughs> Yeah, so we do that. And then if we have talent come in, I would, like, take pictures of them, boomerangs. And then I would, like, try to get really good pictures because I'm, like, really crazy when it comes to pictures. And then I'll, like, edit them to make sure that they like me there (laughs) and stuff like that. So, And researching talent, prospective talent to come in, making um, questions up for them and stuff like that. And, like, different ideas um, coming up with, like, witty names for shows, Instagram posts, a bit of everything, 
That's so cool. Was it like, I know like kind of the stigma that surrounds internships is kind of like the, oh, you're going to be the coffee runner and you're going to make copies and stuff. Has it been hard to maintain an active role as an intern or like having those opportunities where you get to like film stuff on set, like you kind of hosting with them? Has that been hard to like do that or ask for those kinds of positions? Um, I feel like I've gotten a bit of everything like when I first started I wasn't on camera and I never expected to be but they did have a show that you mentioned in the interview that it was like mostly interns but then when I went in I was the only intern that was going in studio for the summer basically I started going in like in July so I started hosting the show with two other girls who like weren't interns so I was basically the only one there so I kind of got in in the nick of time and that being said, though, like, it's not all, literally, it is not all glamorous that you see on my Instagram. It's not all, like, <laughs> oh, you know, shoot days in Hollywood. No, like, there are times where, like, you kind of have to have thick skin and remember, like, entertainment is cruel and Hollywood will, like, beat you down. Not, like, beat you down, but, you know, you just have to have, like, a really good attitude about everything. Of course. Like, take things with a grain of salt. Like, yeah, sometimes I've only, I got drinks once, which is, like, eh, you know, like, I really don't care. Like, I'll do it. Because I know it shows, like, I've seen when they've had, like, other interns do it. It's kind of like, yeah, like, can you go do it? It's kind of like if you do this one task. It kind of just shows your attitude and, like, your gratitude for everything. So, it was, right. like, like, just being able to do a bit of everything and keeping a good attitude through it all. That's awesome. That's so great. Do you, like, of, so you've only had Muse TV and Hollywire. Yeah. I don't know why I thought you had, like, two other internships. I feel like it's because I had Titan Sports, so that was kind of like. A well, bit. I also I, I saw stuff on your Instagram from um, Telemundo, so I thought you I thought you interned there. Oh no, <laughs> that was like from a Telemundo tour. Oh, oh. I don't know why <laughs> I thought you interned there. I was like, yes, get it, girl. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny, but I think that just shows like not everything you see online is completely the case. Oh, yeah. I think I'm definitely failing at that. I'm really exposing myself. I look dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Totally fine. No, that's how it is. Like, you kind of just have to work hard. Like, even on election day, I'm going to expose myself. Like, I didn't even do a full story on election day. Like, I literally just drove to my local, like, center or whatever, filmed my stand-up and left and then posted it the night of. And it probably looked like I was out there all day. (laughs) No, like, I just got off of work at my fast food job early and I was like, okay, well, like, I'll go do this, like disclosure full transparency like it's not all but that's good experience for you and like do you didn't have to do that like you did that for yourself right yeah I did it for like because I have like been in entertainment I feel like I've met people and networked and like the first thing you do is like Instagram because that's just the biggest social media oh of course like I just want to fill it with like productive things as well as like personal things because you want to just want to have like a good like a good representation of yourself I think and yeah also like, like good personal you, branding yeah and that's like good for your demo reel when you're done like they don't know that you didn't do a full package 100% nobody will ever know I mean unless I listen to this podcast now but they probably won't so yeah but my speaking <laughs> like I was getting better at my speaking so I was like okay like I want to practice more so that's what it is that's so good I just had this conversation I don't remember who I had this conversation with but we were talking about how when you shoot live shots like that's how you get the practice like versus being in a studio. Oh, I was talking to Brandy. Brandy and I were talking yesterday about like doing actual reporter, like field reporter things versus doing stuff in a studio and reading off a teleprompter. The real practice comes from being out in the field and doing live shots and like doing things kind of on a whim 
versus reading off a teleprompter. Oh, 100,000%. Like from doing like practicing at Titan Sports with the teleprompter. Yeah, it's cool and everything. But when I like started doing Hollywire, it's like completely like we have a script to like bullet points with us. But you kind of really have to go off script and you have to we have to meet like a certain max uh, minimum requirements for like our videos. So we have to just pull things like out of like God knows where and just keep talking and rambling. So I feel like that helped me like be like live, just, you know, go with it. I almost prefer it that way, though. I feel like it gives everyone involved a chance to kind of show their own personality, though. Yeah. Like kind of like a roundtable, almost like the report kind of. Yeah, but like for different topics. Exactly. 100%. Um, Do you have a favorite internship of the two? Um, I would say Hollywire because I feel like it was in person and like the studio experience and everything was just really cool. Are you still there now? Um, this is my last week, but we're not going in this week because of like the COVID surge and stuff. So they want everyone to get tested before. Ah. But this was I'm I was a summer intern and I was the only one who really stayed. So they just asked me like, oh, yeah, you can like go on to whenever you need for like the credit. So I'm just going to stop after this Friday and then use all that other time for finals and stuff because God knows how I'm struggling. That's so fun. Do you want to try to intern there again or do you have plans for a spring internship? Um, I've had a few interviews for a spring internship. I'm like waiting to hear back, hopefully. <laughs> but I think like I would go back this summer if I just because like hopefully pandemic will be over because mm-hmm. the main host would tell me like oh we used to have like all these events and stuff like listening parties release parties that's so like, oh, fun that's that's great she's like yeah covid really came like right before but i prefer it that way cuz i had like the most one on one time with her i was able to like really build a connection mm-hmm. and then i got like way more camera time than any like other intern there ever that is so cool that is so cool. That's kind of my my next question. You just mentioned like you built a good relationship with this woman. But do you feel like in throughout both of your internships that you created a strong network through them? Yeah, I think through Hollywire, it was a little less just because of the pandemic. And it's like a really small team there, which is like how we were able to go in person. Like it just wasn't there wasn't there's not like 50 people, you know. Right. But I think like for the most part, it was really cool. And also like you can build a network through like your network you already have like oh I know this person and like tap into their network too Mm -hmm. I would say more Hollywire because I've just been there recently and I've actually been there in person because I've never really been in person with the rest of them right do you feel like like what do you feel like are the important connections that you've made while at Hollywire Jana Rosenberg (laughs) Jana she was the main host she went to like Ole Miss broadcast journalism like did all the same things you know like young Hollywood interns She's great. Mm-hmm. She was really so much fun to work for. That is so fun. I hope that you get to go back there next summer and kind of get the whole experience or I don't know, would they ask you to stay on for spring? Um, or would you want to? Um, I don't think so just because it is a far drive mm-hmm. and I've done it for like six months already. So it's kind of like, I don't know how much gas money I have left to give. <laughs> it's an unpaid internship I do get school credit for and I feel like those are the things that people don't talk about like in entertainment it is so hard most of them are unpaid Mm -hmm. you have to drive far for the most part like I live in Harupa I don't know if you know where that's at I don't where is what's it by by Riverside oh wow yeah so it was a pretty like hefty drive there and back 
So I oh wouldn't goodness. stay on for spring just to save my like coin and because I already have it on my resume. It's also like you need to know when like if something isn't going to give you as much benefit anymore. Not saying like, oh, take it and take advantage, but just saying like, okay, these are the cards I've been dealt. I just can't do it anymore. Yeah, it served its purpose for you. You yeah. you got the you've learned a lot while you were there and it's just time for you to move on to something else. But I want to kind of circle back to what you said earlier when you said people don't really talk about enough the unpaid internships. And not only is that in entertainment, I feel like that happens in a lot of other areas whether it's entertainment or sports internships, marketing internships. A lot of school internships are unpaid. Oh, yeah. Like the ones that most people get yes because the network internships are so fucking hard to get like it's I don't understand how some of the people make it look so easy like to land a network guys the day I land a network internship oh my god I'll cry like all day (laughs) the day I land a network job I will cry for three months yes I'll cry for you NBC NBCU please call me NBC (laughs) wherever like NBC such a dream NBCU please call me No, but really, it is hard as a student to have an unpaid internship and even balancing just school and an internship because those unpaid internships also have requirements. I mean, I don't know about you, the internship that I had, I had to be there, I want to say like 25 hours a week or something like that. Holy shit. That's on lot. top of school, on top of being in a sorority, and on top of having a job to pay for my rent where I lived like I had to circle that in there and be involved like that so did your internships have those kind of minimum requirements as well um it was like two days a week that was our minimum but we didn't have like an hour requirement some days were definitely longer than others depends like if they have interviews or if it's really just social media like oh just post on the socials and if it's in person because if Mm -hmm. it's in person I would get there by about noon, leave about like five, and I would spend like two hours driving home. Oh my God. Like I would drive an hour to my cousin's house and then wait for traffic to die down. And then like to my house was like 50 minutes. I'm sure you jammed out in the car or listened to some oh, good podcasts. I listened or... to some great podcasts. Have some good <laughs> I have more knowledge of like the route there. So like I could get there without a GPS. What's like your favorite podcast that you're listening to right now? I am really into career podcasts right now. So there's I know one. I see you posting. Um, is it Naz? Do you post? Is it Naz? I do follow Naz's podcast. That one's more like lifestyle, pop culture, and everything. Mm. But I really love like careers, like career, and like media careers specifically. Mm-hmm. I feel like you just learn so much more than like you just don't learn the shit in the classroom because most of your professors haven't been in like the workforce or like the media. <laughs> or like the younger media that I'm trying to get to in like like over 10 years. So it's really nice to hear insight from like young, modern people. Not shading my professors, but you know, it's just like not the no, vibe. No. Not the vibe. I'm totally get for. it. Like, totally get it. That's the foundation. But yeah, it's called Pick Her Brain. It's by like this. She's in college. The host is in college. But that one's really good. And there's also like Career Stories by Natalie Brunel. There's a lot. A lot of media ones. That's so cool. You're keeping these gems in your back pocket. I'm sure they're teaching you a lot. And you have a lot of time to kill driving two hours from Beverly Hills back to Riverside. How long was your commute for your internship? So I only had to go from Brea to Irvine, which isn't that bad, but everybody and their moms works in Irvine. So the traffic like going to and from like just took me so much longer than it needed to. Yeah. 
kind of like this is so unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Earlier you said that you don't want to shade your professors because sometimes things outside of the classroom teach you more than what you learn inside the classroom. Oh yeah. Do you feel more prepared for the real world from school or from like your internships, I guess? I that, that that's just such a hard one cuz I feel like I haven't had a TV news internship. Mm-hmm. So I feel like for entertainment and for like the route I want to go, I would say my internship because I do see like the process of it all and what they are actually doing right now, like in real time versus like traditional. Mm-hmm. But I would say like if I was going to be a TV news reporter, then school. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Like I didn't learn how to like shoot a full package, everything like at Hollywire. I learned that right, in school, right. but also like they don't do that at Hollywire. So if I were to work somewhere like that, like I wouldn't really need it. Right. That's exactly how I feel. I feel like, at, I mean, at Fullerton specifically, when you major in journalism, they teach you news. Oh, yeah. Hard news. like Hard news. They don't teach you entertainment style. They don't teach you sports. They don't teach you like roundtable reporting like all that stuff is the extracurriculars you could do the report you can do titan sports you can do what the tusk you can do like all these other types of shows where you learn that style versus just going to your class and learning hard news style reporting oh yeah they come in hot with the hard news like they love that shit there and i'm all for it like i think it's cool i'm just like mm, i don't i just don't know if that's my goal yeah the most part no, it's, I feel not, but it's just like mm. It's kind of intense. Mm. <laughs> like, they just like really push it on you. But then like, I mean, I don't know about you. I know that this professor that I had is no longer there. But when I took a class where the whole purpose of it was to teach you Premiere, basically. I have an idea. We have a class that teaches us all the Adobe products or software. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that class, though, because I took it my sophomore year. They made that class like a mandatory thing when I was a senior. Oh. Anyways. I took a cl- it was like the in between of 202 and and whatever. Anyways, I took a class and the professor really wasn't that great and his whole purpose was to basically teach us Premiere and he did not have a care in the world. Oh my gosh, that fucking sucks cuz pre- Premiere is so hard to learn at first. It is like what am I looking at? This looks like rocket science. Learning any Premiere program is like learning Mandarin. Oh, I yeah. swear on my life, they are the worst programs to learn, but once you know them, it is amazing. Oh, yeah. 100%. It is amazing. I will say Adobe is not my friend. I'm I there's so many things that I just don't understand about it. I could probably pull off the bare minimum. Do what you need me to do. But if you ask me to get funky fresh, I am unable you ask me to throw down with Adobe. It's oh, not. No, happening. <laughs> it's not happening. There is no way I can do anything super crazy. And I have friends that are like like wedding uh like videographers and stuff and like sometimes they'll post like their like a screenshot of their laptop in premiere and just their oh. like their whole um what are they called like boxes like top of boxes yes just like their tracks and it looks outrageous and the first thing that comes to my head is that literally makes me want to rip my head off if you ask me to do anything super crazy like that i am unable dude i remember you said one time like if you asked me to go out like at a baseball game and like shoot something, I will come back with a rock. And 
<laughs> that ended me. I was like a freshman. I was like, dude, this is the funniest thing I've heard in so long. Like, I would come back with a fucking rock. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> See, but I can like that stuff. Like, I don't know. I, I that was gonna kind of come up into my next kind of topic with you is the working in sports versus working in entertainment. I had that dilemma. I really thought I wanted to go into sports. I did the Titan sports thing and it was really fun. But even my my segment that I had with Titan sports, it was very much pop culture still. And that's when I made the decision that sports is not for me. I want to work in entertainment. I really felt like you could do it in sports, though. I felt like you had like the charisma. You liked it. You like you knew all the players and stuff, which like that's more than I can say. I mean, I love baseball and like I love football and I think they're both really great sports, but I don't think I am no Brandy Flores. <laughs> oh my god, dude. She's fucking amazing. I just I could never touch like that level of prominence. If none of you guys know who Brandy Flores is, please look her up. She has a website. I wanna say it's like brandymflores.com. Like Please go look her up. She is the best. She's currently at NBC Palm Springs as their uh, sports reporter. And she is amazing. I've never seen a cooler woman in sports, but also someone who is just knows everything like the back of her hand. There is no doubt in my mind that she's going to be one of the most successful women in sports. She's amazing. I, Dude, sports, when I would walk into like the Titan sports, like I thought I like knew sports growing up in a family like playing sports all my life but holy shit did i get a reality <laughs> check in there you guys would be like debating it like it was fucking politics and i was like ah hi i'm a freshman that's how we met right we met at in time sports yeah we met during the halloween episode oh that's right that's right I, like gave you my lipstick or mascara or one of the two <laughs> probably <laughs> No, I like, I don't know. I don't know if you've dealt with the sports entertainment dilemma. I mean, I know that you want to work in entertainment, but do you see yourself going into the sports realm? Um, the only, I, if I were to go into sports, I want to work for a team, not a network because it's such a different experience when you work for a network, you have to know like every single team, you know, what's going Mm -hmm. on in the league. But if you're doing like Lakers social media, like you just have to like know your graphics, take cool shots. Well, that's what it seems, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. I, that's just so much more chill. Like, I feel like um, I would love to be like an in-game host for the Dodgers because like I can do that. I can talk to fans and be like, okay, Dodgers. Like I can do that. But if you're gonna ask me to spit out the statistics like Alana Rizzo and give like a recap rundown, here's what. Ha- oh no, girl, <laughs> I'm not the girl. I will like, sorry, not me, fam. My first uh, on-camera thing that I ever did ever was being uh, in the stands with fans. I interviewed uh, fans at a Titans game. Oh, my God. Why is that? Dude, that sounds terrifying. Yeah, no, it was awful. It was literally my first thing ever, and it was for uh, specifically our sports broadcasting class. And Brandy, like, gave me this whole pep talk and was like, come on, dude, like, we need you to do this. Like, you got to do it. And I was like, oh, no. And so I ended up interviewing a couple fans, and then next thing I knew, I was interviewing Tanner Bybee's mom. (laughs) Dude, why does this sound so hilarious? (laughs) No offense to you, but, dude, being on camera is hard. Like, I went for, like, as long as I could to not be on camera when I was, like, my first semester. And then Kush asked me, like, hey, do you want to do in case you missed it? And I, like, wanted to throw up. Oh, my gosh. I love being on camera when I can do what I want. Like, when I'm reading, like, a script off a prompter, like, I can do it, obviously. Like, everybody can read, I guess. But 
I don't know, like doing the the fan thing. I got to have my own personality and talk to fans and just like ask them how their how their day was going, like talk to them about the game, like if they were excited. It also was like our home opener or something. And so it was it actually was really fun. Dude, that sounds really fun. And I'm like, dang, like I could help build my role like that. And I'm like, wait, we have Rona. <laughs> like, yeah, that's great. I mean, you can wear a mask, socially distance, maybe give them another mic. I've been seeing um newscasters that were doing live shots and like interviewing people. They have like a boom mic and attach a regular like the boom mic stick and attach a regular oh, mic to yeah, it I and they'll reach it out long. to people. Yeah. I don't even know if we have like fans in the stands or ah, whatever. I don't know. I heard we were having a baseball season this year. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's still accurate, like if the numbers keep going up, but I heard that we were supposed to. Oh, yeah. Sports and entertainment is like night and day, though. They are. They're so different. And like, but you know what else? I was, like I said, I was talking to Brandy yesterday and we kind of had the conversation about how easy it is to dive into your work. When you're passionate about it, like if you, I don't know, when I did Titan Sports and I wanted to do the sports thing, I like sports, but I enjoy them as like a a luxury. Like I don't think it was something that I could put into as a job and do it forever. But entertainment is something that I'm extremely passionate about. Not only is it leisure, but I'm already passionate enough about it to continue doing it and want to do it as a job. Oh, yeah, 100%. If there's something I've learned is like if you're not passionate, like you're going to hit a fucking wall like it's just not really gonna happen like I try my sister laughed she's like I really thought you wanted to do sports like you convinced everyone I was like yeah I was trying to convince myself dude same because I because it is it looks cool I'll be honest like it looks cool as fuck and I was like it was fun doing it but I wasn't like oh my god like if you know it's not like something I'm gonna go out and like go to this specific baseball game if I wasn't if it wasn't a job like I will go to like I've been going to like award shows since I was 14 like I would use my sister's ID to sneak in because you had to be 18 (laughs) I was so happy when I turned 18 I was like I don't have to like sneak in anymore but that's like things that like that I don't have to post about it I don't have to show anyone but that is just something like for me and I feel like that's what shows like where your true passion is 100 percent, 100 percent. it just it shows that that's what you're passionate about that's what you want to put into and I just talked about this with Alex saying that like when you put into your personal projects and you put into stuff that you're passionate about somebody's gonna see it and you're gonna benefit positively from it oh yeah totally and like the podcast and everything yeah you can tell like you're passionate about it it's like you're making it cute and cool and like having it reflect your brand so that's really cool thank you um do you have like a this sorry this is super random do you have a favorite celebrity interaction okay hands down i harry jowsey if you've watched the raunchiest show on fucking netflix (laughs) too hot to handle um it's a new reality show that everyone was binging at the beginning of quarantine or like in april whenever it aired but he's like australian you know total like six five you know a dream boat a dream boat whatever i think he's so handsome yeah, he is. But honestly, he's so like, I can laugh just thinking about like the shit he says because <laughs> he comes up into the studio, you know, and me as an intern, I don't expect to be talked to, looked at and whatever. <laughs> like, I don't care. If I totally like, I know I'm very humbled. Okay, whatever. Doing my time. So he comes up, he doesn't have any entourage, which is like really surprising because usually people come in with like at least an assistant or something, you know, to like make sure the questions asked or like appropriate, whatever the fuck. You know how that goes. Oh, yeah. But 
yeah so he comes up and he's like oh hey guys like we're giving hugs and everything and like I feel like he was the first um star or like talent that I had seen that I knew what he was famous for. Uh-huh. Not saying that like I didn't know the other people. I I knew of them. I was kind of like oh, right, yeah. but like you, they weren't like as as recognizable as Harry was. No, and what is so fucking hilarious is like okay, so the main host tells me like, Nylene, do you know who Harry Jowsey is? And I was like, yes, um, yes, okay. <laughs> and then she's like, I reached out to him like to get an interview, and he said yes. Okay, so then we're all excited about it. And then he can only do the day she's out of town. Oh, no. And she was like, what the fuck? (laughs) So that was pretty funny. Like, she was out. And then it was me and two other girls, like, the other interviewer who brought in and her assistant. So we were totally, like, fangirling, okay? Like, when he came in, when he walked out. It was so (laughs) funny. Like, we got all the pictures in the world. If you were go to my through my camera roll through that day he came in like he was so willing to take any picture with me he's like what do you want me to like get on the ground and then I was like can you do, <laughs> can you do a peace sign so he has his wallet in his hand and he fucking drops his keys in his wallet he's like oh yeah sure but drops and then, like, <laughs> for the picture like if you see it on my Instagram and then so I was thinking of captives and I swear I felt like a wizard when I or like the most witty person when I came up with this caption I said <laughs> His personality is six five two, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, I am amazing. Like, I just—I was like, this just popped into my head. So I was so excited to post it. Post it. He likes it, and he comments, and he's like, "I love." I would scream. I would scream. (laughs) So I put it on my Instagram story, and I'm like, I don't know what I said, but I was like, I'm putting this on my resume, as I should. Honestly, I feel like anyone who knows is young and hip would be like that is so fucking hilarious he's so fine a hundred percent you should yeah honestly and then when he would just be doing funny things like oh harry can you like say something like they were doing mic checks he'd be like no <laughs> like just funny shit that other people would kind of be like more scared to do but he's very like uncensored unfiltered on or off camera and he really acknowledges everyone in the room <laughs> and yeah like I did not go unacknowledged and I was like wow I'll remember this I'll remember this Harry good shit oh my god that's so awesome what a fun experience yeah. um before I let you go I want to ask you one more question um are you working on any new personal projects yes and it's something that I've been wanting to do for a very very long time I kind of like half-assed it at first but I learned a lot from the experience um I'm trying to figure out the most sustainable way to keep this project alive and growing as like you know however long I do it but I won't disclose like what it is because shit hits the fan as we all know as we all know in fucking media entertainment whatever you're doing you know stuff doesn't always go as planned so I am working on some getting something out there into the universe but you guys will know when you see it Oh, that's so exciting. Okay, that's that's all I have for you, girlfriend. Um, thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you so much for having me. As many um troubleshoots as we had, this has been really Yes. Fun. This is like our fourth time recording and it's been technical difficulties. It's been a good learning experience though. And I've learned so much about the podcasting game. So this is really <laughs> cool. Like all the equipment, you know, like the softwares you use and stuff like that. 
Oh, good. I'm glad. Thank you again, Eileen, so much for being here with me today. I really appreciate it. Um, to my sweet listeners, I will see you guys in a couple weeks. I'm going to take some time off and spend the holidays with my family. So happy holidays, everyone. Count your blessings. Hold your loved ones a little bit tighter this year. And let's end this shitty ass year. <laughs> I will see you guys on January 5th with a new episode of the 20 something podcast. Yeah.